the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Oh boy, oh boy. The Illinois GOP is mad at me. Oh boy. Let me explain something to you. My opinion of the Illinois GOP is a learned opinion. See, I lived in that sewer, in that feckless sewer, for decades, up until very recently. I kept turning to the Illinois GOP in hopes that they would put push back against the Mike Madigan mafia. But I realized they were more interested in being apparatchiks of the mafia. So when I moved to Elmwood Park from Melrose Park, it was a Republican district. And at that time, there was a mayor who had plastic on his head, looked like a dog laying there. He wanted people to believe it was hair. He was the example of an Illinois Republican. His name was Pete Silvestri. Pete Silvestri left the mayor's office, became a Cook County commissioner, Cook County GOP. Cook County GOP. You know what he did as a sideline? He was a apparatchik for the gold rush gaming system. The whole time using his political clout to steer gold rush gaming video games into not just Elmwood Park, but other neighborhoods where he had clout. So in other words, they were the same as the Democrat mafia, only a little more peculiar dressed with fake hair. So I don't really like the Illinois GOP. I don't like it. I never did. If you look at the city of Chicago, how many seats they don't even run anybody. You see, they don't even run mayors. They don't even try. One thing is for sure. You don't have to know the specific names to know, to recognize failure. See, the Chicago GOP is the prime example of political failure. And as far as the corruption, your only hope is that the FBI comes in and arrests the aldermen and arrests the, the, the Democrat mafia that runs and destroyed a once great city, a once great county that now is a laughingstock. This could only happen if those who combat the mafia, the Illinois GOP, was if you're kind feckless, if you're aware, in on the scam. So I think the upper echelon are scum in total until they prove they're not. But a funny thing happens when you meet people, young people and even older people who don't like to push the who don't like the mafia the way it's, it exists and try to push back. You could tell within a few minutes of someone's character. So I had on somebody yesterday who I never really talked to and never met. But within about five minutes, I had decided I really liked them. I had decided his character was that of somebody I could respect. His name is Devin Jones. So Devin Jones came on, and he said a couple times during the interview, you're going to get me in trouble. And I laughed it off because how are you going to get in trouble? Because in my world, those cartoon characters 
Those butter-handed pansies like Pete Silvestri and the entire upper, upper echelon of the Illinois GOP, they're not men. They don't really exist. They're just a, a, a pansy wannabe gangster crew who's feckless at the very best. So I don't really give a rip, but I'm not in that world. But if you are in that world and you do want to change things, these are the kind of guys that could really throw a wrench into your plans. Now, how could they throw a wrench into the plans? Through their corrupt clout and their money-raising capabilities. So Devin um, received an email that he was kind enough to forward to me. So I received the email, and it is from, what the hell is this guy's name? Steve Bolton. Now, I don't, didn't know who he was. I had to look him up. He looks like a lawyer. He's got a pencil neck. He's lipless. He's got narrow shoulders like a bowling pin. And in this email, he thinks he's a gangster. Oh, he thinks he's Sam Giancana. But the funny thing about Illinois GOP, they can't threaten you with their own money. So he threatens Devin Jones with Ken Griffin's money. All right, so I'm going to read you just a little selection of this. Your interview last night on AM560, which broadcasts across about five local counties. Now, uh, uh, Honey Bunny, if I'm not mistaken, our numbers are growing every night, right? Every night. Every night we grow. How many, co- how many countries are we in? Twelve countries now. How many states, Honey Bunny? Forty-eight states and twelve countries our show is downloaded in. So it's even more damning than Steve Bolin, the lipless, feckless Illinois GOP member, wants you to believe. Uh, attacking elected Republican leadership, which I can only assume means Don Tracy, who I believe is another lawyer who heads it up. I don't know Don Tracy. I think he's relatively new. But at best, his whole hopes really are about getting Ken Griffin's money, as this email will, will reveal. Committee men is tainted in calling, sweeping them out in favor of real patriots. Conveniently vague on exactly who I grant you. Calling the Ken Griffin effort on recruiting a slate as trash and most affirmatively calling Richard Irving a race-baiting candidate while speaking ill of Ken Griffin was certainly an exercise of your right of free speech, but it was ill-considered speech. Ill-considered speech. So first of all, Richard Irving voted for Joe Biden. Richard Irving enforced all of the things that Republicans are supposed to stand against. Richard Irving exists because he fits that category, much like you see at the Supreme Court. It's not the character. It's not the ideology. It's not the principles. It's because Richard Irving is a black man. That's why he is the biggest hopes. Because he doesn't stand for Republican values of Illinois. Not at all. But he fits the bill. So you can con enough people into voting for him. So Devin Jones was exactly right. And I believe, he's going to call in, I believe, and we'll discuss that later. Being a leader in a political party requires some prudence and respect for others within that party. So you're supposed to respect these feckless losers. Because after all, they're not interested in changing things. See, they've been around for the same 50 years that the Mike Madigan Mafia destroyed, not just the city of Chicago, the county of Cook, but the state of Illinois. Uh, I don't know these other guys. They're all Amy. And he mentions Amy Kessem was the finalist secretary of Slate. She's not trash and all the rest of it. And he didn't say Amy Kessem was. I also take issue with your criticism of our failing to run candidates when a historic effort is being made by Republican candidates on local ballot in 2022. Here's how it works, Steve. It's 2022. Where were you? Where were you for 50 years? Now, I believe you got this position, what, a year and a half ago because of your ability to raise money. I take personal issue with your selfish imitation in the interview that you, that only you and your team 
are the ones showing up every day. I certainly show up every day in ways you do not see by your choices. The people email have shown below, Jeff Fedler, Brian Castle. Team ball is essential to building a political party. I have warned you repeatedly. See, I don't like when you talk to people like this. If you're going to do it, you don't do it in an email. You do it like a man. You come and you talk to him like a man. But it would take two men to do that. have warned you repeatedly on taking narrow, arrogant path of viewing yourself as the new sheriff who will dominate the local Republican Party. As I have seen new sheriffs come and go, burn out, rejected, and ultimately defeated. Yet every single one of them was quite sure that he would win. And in the end, I now see that your path. You are free, however, to ignore my warnings and continue to walk down the path. Only can strike and hate. Where's the part about the money? This is there's a good part in here about where's the Ken Griffin paragraph? I wanted to get to that. I got all aggravated. Uh, Ken Griffin not only has enough money to sink your little political ship in a sea of liquid gold, but has many friends and admirers in the leadership of the party. And just by himself alone may be a key statewide victory for the GOP in Illinois in 2022. So this is the part I want to get to. This is not about the people and the Illinois Republicans and all the people that don't want to get in on the mafia or all the people that recognize it. You don't matter to the Illinois GOP, and you never did. Can you stroke a check to line their filthy pockets of these lipless lawyers? Then you become someone to be reckoned with, and all they need is one. Now, I don't know Ken Griffin from a chili pepper. He may be a wonderful guy. I know he's got a wonderful father and a nice family. I don't know him. But I do know he's being conned, and it's through this kind of ass-kissing that Illinois is sinking in the quicksand of corruption and failure and has no trajectory except that of deeper failure and deeper corruption. And I do know the Illinois GOP doesn't like when you speak out of turn and talk about their failings and their obvious money bundling. And their hopes rely on Ken Griffin stroking a check because they have no principles the ones we articulate, as we push back against the Marxist mafia, the Joe Biden crime family, Inc., and the ilk of the gangster gangster government we've become used to now. I do know that they don't stand on principles against that because they implement those same policies, which is why we didn't mention any of those people that he's so offended about. Who we mentioned were Brady, the trust fund baby, whose wife has the video gaming machines, right? Not Pat, he's just a swindler for money bundlers. The other one, Bill. And then we did mention Durkin, who has brothers who are lobbyists. That's what we mentioned. But he wanted to send a a warning shot. And this is why you know, Illinois does not have a future of taking and destroying the Democrat mafia. You may get a Republican version of that, but it's always going to be about just that. The money, the clouts, the pay-to-play schemes, the inside contracts. And this has been my argument as I call out to the lawyers who are supposed to be men of virtue, who are supposed to view American law as uncorruptible. Instead, they've worked tirelessly to corrupt it. And that's how you get 60% of downtown property using Mike Madigan's law firm. And if it's not Mike Madigan's law firm to lower their taxes, it's Eddie Burke, the scum of all scum. With the Viagra in his pocket, the $3 hookers, and his wife, the Supreme Court Justice. It's why they sit idly by, because second place pays well. So when I say that repeatedly, second place pays well, I'm talking about specifically the ideology of Steve Bolton, who is the chairman of the Chicago GOP. 
the chairman. And we sent an email, and I'd love to talk to you, you lipless, pencil-necked geek. I'd love to talk to you about how you're threatening somebody with Ken Griffin's money. Not even your own, you half-man. Half-man. If you're going to be a man, then be one. But don't think you can imitate somebody and, and, and intimidate them with an email. Because you're not. You're not intimidating anybody. All you're doing is exposing the actual problem with the state. And until Steve Bolton is out of the chairman, and until everybody he mentioned in this email is out on their ass and let them become the Democrats they really are, Illinois has no future. None. Get used to losing. Because if you win with a fraud like Irving, like Bolton, like, uh, 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 what's his name? Like any of the others that are on the, on the roster of leadership, so-called leadership, Pete Silvestri and the rest of them. You're not really winning. You're losing in slow motion. And that's what Illinois has been doing. And that's why you have that sense of feudalism. And that's why you don't know what it's like to be free or be an American. You're just hoping that tyrants don't knuckle you under again. You see, tyrants aren't just Democrats in Illinois. They're Republicans. And they often have no lips or fake hair. 312 642 5600. AM 560. The answer. Looking for trouble? Just look right in my face. I was born standing up and talking back. My daddy was a green eyed He would have hated the Illinois Republicans too, the king. I tell you what, I, I don't mind getting pushed around. I've been pushed around. I grew up in a real neighborhood. But you learn real quick who the men are and who the pretenders are. See, what's, what did he say in his email back to us? He doesn't want to come on, but as long as we talk about him, just so we talk about what did he quote Napoleon, honey bunny, Steve Bolton. Here's the thing, Steve. You think I did you a favor, you lipless fraud? You were just a nameless failure until now. Now everybody knows the name that must resign for Illinois to have a future. They also know the name who's responsible for all the empty challenges to the Democrat mafia in the Crook County. Yeah, Crook County, because of crooks like you, scumbag. All right, uh, bring on my friend, Devin. Devin, how are you? Hey, how are you? You know, I thought you were joking when you said I was going to get you in kind of trouble. I thought you were kidding. <laughs> no, you know, I, you know I, I, try to, I try to keep my mouth shut. Um, I just want to say something really quickly. He mentioned Amy Kessler, Matt Pogorski, Jeff Fiedler. I've worked with them very well. They're, they're nice people, nice guys. Like, I don't have anything. Amy's a wonderful to, girl. To, Isn't Amy the yes, Chicago she police woman? Yes, she is. Uh, police wonderful. sergeant, uh, patriot. Just, I, I got my start actually working um, to petition for Amy to be, uh, to getting signatures for Amy to be, helping her get uh, signatures to be committeemen up in the 41st Ward. So I just want to say that I don't have any issue with them. I, I, you know, uh, Don Tracy is a new chairman. I, I ne- I've never come out against those people. And, and as you know, in that interview, I didn't name any names. The, you I mentioned did. the only two people. Yeah, we, all, we talked about two people. I stand by what I said. I think it's trash that they would try and put that. I'm sick of these candidates. People are dying on the south side of Chicago. People are being robbed. They're trying to sodomize our kids. The public school system is failed. We're losing homes. We're losing businesses. I don't play this type of game. And so for them to sit up there, for him in particular, I've, I've gone back and forth with Steve, and now that it's out, it's out. 
you know, for him to say something like, you all are going to bury me under a sea of gold. That, I mean, that, just biblically speaking, why don't you know, it, it's just disgusting. You're not a man. He's not even challenging. Right. He's not even threatening you with his money. Because he's a, he's a moron. He's threatening you with Ken Griffin's money, which is why yeah. Ken Griffin is being swindled. And I mean that. He's being swindled. Because you're gonna, you want me to believe the head of Citadel. First of all, Citadel is a company that's unbelievable. This guy's determination, this guy's ability to make money. He came, you know, his father's a wonderful man, but he didn't come from this kind of money. He made it. He did it because he is unbelievable as, as a person, right? I yes. find it hard to believe that he's, he knows about this. He knows about this scum. That this is something that's going on as an undercurrent in the GOP. They're already bragging about getting someone else's money because they can't yeah. raise it because people are on to their scam. So all they need is one guy like this. He's a whale. They need one guy like this, and they're going to intimidate other guys such as yourself who are running for all the right reasons, all the right reasons everybody should be involved in politics. You don't give a rip about making this money, but these lawyers no. who sit in the back in their office with their, with their soft bodies and their soft hands, this is the only way they can make money is through the political prostitution that has destroyed Chicago, made Cook County a joke nationwide, nationwide. Mm -hmm. You know, it's embarrassing when you meet people out and you say, where are you from? I'm from Chicago. They laugh at you because everybody in, in society knows what a punchline Chicago is. And these, these Illinois GOP are the reason it's this bad. You're going to tell me for 50 years they didn't know any of this? Or are they in on the, on the investment groups like the Table of Wisdom LLC that has two sitting Cook County judges and an alderman Ed Burke under indictment that buys up tax auction properties that sticks Section 8 housing in and keeps the ghetto where they want it down yes. and hopeless. They're who's at blame for this. So when you mention these kids, that echoes with me. Because if they had a, a party built on American principles, you'd never have a ghetto in this country. Never. Right. But they need those people you know that, desperate. The sad thing is that to to for, for those of us who are affiliated with the South Side Republicans, those of us who are working diligently on the South Side, to essentially be told that we're going to be buried under a pile of money or a sea of gold, and we have all these leftist socialist uh, politicians who are actually under indictment that we could actually win seats from. We could actually take this city over, bury them under a pile of gold, bury them under a sea of whatever you want to come out with, use your money against them, but to attack me you know, it, 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 it is, it's really disgusting, and that's why I stand by what I said when I said, you guys, all, everybody listening to my voice has to pay attention to who their committeeman is. I'm not naming names. I don't know who everybody is. I'm telling you, pay attention to your committeeman if they are not working diligently in the political process for the, for the good of the Constitution. Get them out, because this is how Steve Bolton got to where he is. It was us committeemen who voted for him. Yeah. He had no he had no real opposition. And so so we need to pay attention to who lawyer. we are voting. Yeah, we, we gotta pay attention to who we're voting for for committeemen and, and some people have to just be cleaned out. I mean that's throw his statement. ass out. I'm gonna go on record right now. Until his ass is out, I don't want one listener giving one fracking dime to the Illinois GOP. Not one. And as far as Ken Griffin, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. He probably doesn't know that this lipless, pencil neck lawyer is threatening people with his money. But if he tolerates it, and if he continues to go, then he could get in that basket of scumbags too. And I said it, not you. 
So go ahead. And where can the people go to help just you? And I don't want their money going to these scumbags. Where can they go to donate to just Devin Jones? So, um, and, and just to be clear, if you donate to the Southside Republicans, it's not just me. We got, uh, we got committeemen. We have field organizers. It's to do the work of, of turning Chicago red. If you visit SouthsideGOP.org, again, SouthsideGOP.org is where you can go to donate to us. We take time, talent, and treasure. So if you want to donate time, you want to make calls, you want to knock on some doors, you want to be a social media person and help us out with that, we take time, talent, and treasure, you know, uh, and we use all of this uh, to, to really kind of stop the onslaught that is destroying us. And, and, and it, the government has its boot on our neck here in Chicago, and we're just trying to lift it up. But this is just you, right? This doesn't fall under the purview. They can't take no the money that's given to you. That they cannot. None of the we are our own um, established organization under the state board of elections. We do not give money to the Chicago GOP. We don't. We barely. Uh, you know, we associate. We were trying to associate in good faith. This money only goes to the work of the the Southside Republicans, um, and we we give actually it to me one our more time. work. One more time. One more time. The website is southsidegop.org, and our social media on all platforms is also southsidegop. And so on the website, you can donate. Um, I'm going there on break. Email. I'm going to give you a little bit of money. I don't have Ken Griffin money. We'll give you a little something. And I want all my <laughs> listeners to give you some. Thank you. Here's I, the I, other we, thing. we are so appreciative of that. I'm going to put a link. I'm going to, I'm going to talk to the guys here. We'll put a link on the AM560 site just for you, not the lipless pencil neck lawyers. All right? Thank you. We appreciate that. God bless you. Thank you, my friend. We'll be back after this. AM560, the answer. So, Honey Bunny, just enlighten me. Who did they copy to the email, Honey Bunny? Christine Shanahan, the girl who comes on here. Oh, they copied her because she comes on here. They, you were threatened. Ken Griffin not only has enough money to sink your little political ship in a sea of liquid gold, but has many friends and admirers in the leadership of the party. And just him alone can change the course in 2022. I cannot imagine Ken Griffin wants this scum. Yes, you're a scum, Steve. Wants this scum threatening people with his money. This is why you never give money to a slate or to a party, but only individuals. Because it's the character of American principles that the political parties on both sides must keep out. They need the pliable, corruptible political whore so they could be the pimp. And Steve Bolton is a pimp, a wannabe pimp. Although something, you know, don't get confused with like the real deal. I'm sure Steve Bolton's wife is walking around with that look of sexual frustration that most Democrat wives have. Uh, Tina in Joliet. Hey, Sean, how are you? Now, listen, before you say anything, Tina, I I just read, I just took your name and now I read that you're going to be challenging somebody politically. You come on, you're going to be, you're going to make the list of the political pimp, Steve Bolton and the rest of the Illinois GOP scum. I made that list a long time ago. All right. Um, chat away. So I wanted I wanted to say this. Devin is a very good friend of mine. And actually, he took my spot on the show yesterday. He filled in for me. And I could not be more proud of him. Every single word he spoke is spot on and accurate. And I stand with him. So does Christine. We support Devin. 
And this is exact. There are two Republican parties in this state, and we are going to duke it out. Uh, there is the new Republican you know what I'm party, mad at? which you know what? I'm a part of. You know what I'm sad about? I know Amy very well. I can't believe she knows these idiots and is a part of this. I wish to God she'd run uh, against this Steve Bolton. But go ahead. The uh, So Griffin's money is being thrown around like crazy right now. I, I personally know candidates who've, accept, who've decided to um, endorse, and they've made huge mistakes. Nobody in my circle of friends, and I'm in a group, there's about 11 of us now running for office. We're outsiders. And we, we're forming alliances because we know we have to fight within our own party to get any kind of support. They're not going to help us. And, and we're just going to well, do Well, this is it. how we're Mitch McConnell, and we're gonna old win. lady face, runs things. And Mitch McConnell's yeah. in on the gangster government, just like these Illinois Absolutely. scum. Illinois scum. Absolutely. Yeah, this is why but I, Devin I'm is so a good glad guy. I'm out of that sewer. God almighty. It, Go ahead. It's terrible. It's terrible. But we are going to uh, we're going to fight the good fight. We're we're tired. We're as tired as we are of Democrats. We're tired of these do nothing Republicans who have sat on their hands while this state has been a dumpster fire for decades. A laughing we didn't stock get of the country. Here. Oh my God, we didn't get where we're at today because of uh, the last couple of years. This has gone on a long time, and it, it's not the fault of one political party, and that's a mistake a lot of us make. There, there are there are active um, uh, acquaintances who help each other out. And you're right. They've all gotten paid along the way. And they don't care that the rest of us are screaming for help. We want better schools for our kids. We want we want to send our kids to school and have them learn how to read, write, do math. Not learn about um, multiple genders and how to how to pleasure themselves. Yeah. It, this is disgusting, and none yeah. of them listen to us. None of them listen to us, and this is done. We're we're ready. We're going to fight for every seat we can. Yeah. And the Steve Boltons of the party, they need to go, and they need to be afraid. He I love will it. be replaced. I love it, Tina. I don't know Ken Griffin, but if I did, I'd call him right now. Thank you very much. I'd say, do you realize how you're being played? You made the money, and these idiots are walking around like gangsters. You scumbags. Good news is they can't get out of the forest preserve long enough to do any real damage. You know what I'm talking about. Teresa on the Gold Coast. Hi, Sean. Um, you know, in my opinion, Illinois will never escape the Democrat Party. This state has been Democrat forever. I don't see an end to it. A lot of it is because of the voters. I mean, we could all be dead for 100 years, and it will still be the same. I saw what happened with Bruce Rauner. I saw the kind of person Bruce Rauner was. The mm -hmm. the idea of the junior mafia achievement on, in, the, in that party and with those people he surrounded himself with, that's when I said, get out. And I did. Yeah. Thank you, Teresa. I wish you the best of luck. Antonio Bolingbrook. How are you doing, Sean? Good. Long time fan. Oh, how All are right. You? Well, I'm, I'm one of the Will County Republicans. I'm a committee man. I'm also oh, sure of my town. Now you Hold on. You made the I, hit list, brother. Go ahead. I've known Davin for a long time. If you want to know a hardworking Republican, I mean, somebody that's really going to make a change, it's Gavin. Um, I mean, there's not. I mean, there's nothing more I can say about the guy. He's everywhere, and I mean, I'm out in Will County. But the one bone I have to pick is for all you listeners, because you know what? Everybody complains. Why is it like this? Why is it like that? Well, Republicans are the worst people to get involved. If people would just get up and just 
and we're not asking for a lot. Just get involved a little bit. Everybody. Antonio, just, just hold my hand there for just a minute. Think about the frustration of somebody like me who was exposed to the kind of Republicans I mentioned. I called out names. My old mayor, who's a Cook County commissioner and the rest of the ilk, like this scumbag Bolton. This is what we've normally seen. So to say to them, well, now you didn't get involved. Well, no kidding. I'm not going to put my shoes on for these scumbags. I did originally, and then I saw what they were. I saw their little cliques. I saw their little clout mafia, their own pay-to-play schemes. I saw how they were actually agents for Gold Rush Gaming. I saw how they've been positioning themselves for the pot dispensaries that are signals of where not to buy real estate. I've seen all of it. I know the corruption. So what am I I supposed to do? How many times do I I stick the fork in the plug? I am a humble park. I am a humble park Hispanic that's on the West suburbs and just saying, hey, there's a lot of good Republicans out there busting their hump, and all they need is people to just come out and support us. That's all. Well, we need honest people to support. So, Antonio, you just made the list as far as I'm concerned. Thank you very much for doing that and putting yourself out there. Let me know if that lipless pencil neck geek writes you an email. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bob in Chicago. Yeah, hi, Sean. How you doing today? Good, Bob. Um, I'm calling. I'm going to change the subject, talk about the nomination process for our next Supreme Court justice. And I'm just wondering why the Republicans don't call this process racist and sexist like it is and make her either agree or disagree with that statement. The Republicans can then fall back and say, hey, this was a racist, sexist process. Why should we even vote in this process? You know what's funny? Let's start over. Tell the... You know what? what's funny, though? This is this is the playbook, right? The The idea is to continue to have these divisions in society rather than let people look at the kind of political mafia, the political prostitution we expose every day. Because they, they, they can't afford for people to look. So it has to be racial. And the concept of the, of the Democrats, ironically, the party of the Klan, the concept is to sell this idea that we must use racism to cure a racism from hundreds of years ago. It sells among the people who want to subconsciously justify why they really need benefits, they need angles, they need welfare, and they need something for nothing. So it's a game. So for you to, to tell them, admit it, she is admitting it. She's sitting there in front of the world, knowing that the only reason she's there is because Diapers Biden said, I need a black woman. The rest is indifferent. It doesn't matter, because if you look at the way she's been a judge, she's an unmitigated failure from allowing pedophiles and sex offenders off with a fraction of the, of, of the sentences to her implementation of racism in the name of racism, racism. I believe it's called CRT. So she's the perfect Democrat, Bob. It's the way it works. 312-642-5600. I'll take your calls when I get back. AM560, the answer. Isn't this uh, the guy who became a uh, radical Islamist? Uh, Oh, no, no, my wife would be mad at me right now because I don't know music. Ted Nugent? Yeah, no, he was down in Florida. I was supposed to go to a thing he was at. I didn't go. David in Lansing. Sean, um, I've been voting in Illinois since uh, late 90s, and the biggest problem I see... How you been doing? um, Losing every time. (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) There, there's like three columns in Illinois now. There's the Democrats, which are like most of the candidates in the Cook County area. 
Then there's the second column, which is like fake Republicans, and there's a lot of them. And sometimes there's a fake, you know, a ringer. There's a Republican in there just to siphon votes off the, from the conservative. Yeah. And then, and then the third column, there needs to be a website to show these three columns so people know before they go to the voting booth and run into the union thugs with the donuts out, electioneering oh, outside. Oh, I loved it. That's, why I, that's the one thing I'm going to miss about voting in Illinois. I used to love to yell at those morons. You think I need you to tell me who to vote for, for your phony ghost job? Thank you very much, David. I appreciate the call. There's a lot of money in politics, though. A lot, a lot of money. A lot of scandals, a lot of scams. The general fund, remember, the lottery to the schools. Then it was pot sales. It was gam- gambling. All going to help the schools. Did any of it help the schools? I mean, don't get me wrong. That's a mafia within itself. But that's why it's hard for me now to not say to you, you deserve as an Illinois Republican who's been abused, who's been used, who's been really made to be a joke. These upper echelon GOP members, they laugh at you. You see it now as they tout the big whale. They got Ken Griffin's money. They don't need you. And now you see it. And there's a reason. It's because they need to prevent people of character. Because people of character see the scams and they want it to end. Well, here's what I'd like. I'll let, I'll let them decide. What, what I can tell you, though, is when they say, we're going to raise taxes for education, then they never solve the problem. So they raise the tax, and then a lot of times the money goes to things that are different from what they said it would do. So I would just tell voters, just be very careful, you know, when people are putting this out. Again, I don't know, you know what's proposed or not proposed, but uh, um, I've seen over the years where people will say they're going to address these problems, which people would like to see, and then it ends up, you know, the money gets frittered away. Then they come back and ask for more tax increases, and that's, that's bad. Doesn't that sound like you, Illinois? You see it all the time. I mean, just think, you just look for the last, you know, however many decades uh, that this stuff has been going on, not just in Florida but around the country. You know, they're always saying this is going to be so significant, and then they come back and, and, and ask for more. So just be- The nice thing is in states that are run with honesty, with integrity, and run by people of character, that happens in counties. And those counties all happen to be Democrat strongholds. All happen to be Democrat strongholds. Illinois just have a, has a leg up. Now, the Republicans are in on the scam. But, you know, there was a time when American Democrats were Fabians, but they weren't Marxist mafia members. FDR reminds me of that. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. He was really a Fabian more than he was a socialist. He hated the idea that governments would be corrupted. He fought vehemently hard against municipal unions. And I'm a geek. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm a history geek. I don't watch sports. I listen to old videos. I read old things. I was looking at something today, and I wanted to play it for you because I think it's pertinent right now. And it's by a Fabian, who I disagree with on vehemently everything. However, he did have character to kind of fight for right and wrong in an American society. Let us no longer blind ourselves to the undeniable fact that the evil forces which have crushed and undermined and corrupted so many others are already within our own gates. Your government knows much about them, and every day is ferreting them out. Their secret emissaries are active in our own and neighboring countries. They seek 
to stir up suspicion and dissension, to cause internal strife. They try to turn capital against labor and vice versa. They try to reawaken long slumbering racial and religious enmities, which they should, which should have no place in this country. And there are also American citizens, many of them in high places, who unwittingly, in most cases, are aiding and abetting the work of these agents. I do not charge these American citizens with being foreign agents. I do. But I do charge them with doing exactly the kind of work that the dictators want done in the United States. The experience of the past two years has proven beyond doubt that no nation can appease the Nazis. No man it's almost can like tame he's alive now. a tiger into a kitten by stroking it. Oh, boy. It's like he's alive now and he's arguing against the Democrats today. There he is, FDR. Even he would be offended by the American Democrats. He might be in with the American Republicans, though. He did like to control things and uh, float a few Ponzi schemes like Social Security. 312-642-5600. I'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little The principles of Americanism and the idea that there would be a separation of powers is fantastic. And the notion that there would be this non-bureaucracy that was there to check runaway powers in politics called the Supreme Court is a fantastic concept. However, there was room for bastardization, and we're living through that. It is now politicized, where the idea is to get a political rubber stamp for your American version of fascism. That's what we're living through. So when we see an open and notorious call for affirmative action, to me, the candidate is irrelevant. All that matters is it will be a rubber stamp for the Democrat mafia and government growth. That's what we're witnessing. So there's more to just uh, uh, my slight of affirmative action, Jackson. That's what we're seeing. Because we really don't know much about this judge. We do know she's only been around for about 10 years. Has Judge Katanya J. Brown Jackson really been laxed on child porn offenders? That would be a big problem, not to mention other things. I wanted to bring on Larry Clayman, who I had the pleasure of this meeting for the first time last month, and I have the utmost respect for. He's the founder of Freedom Watch and Judicial Watch. Larry, thank you so much for joining me. I truly appreciate it. You're welcome, Sean. Yeah, my pleasure. So when I see this, you know, I love the idea of the originalists. Now, now that Nino's gone and Clarence Thomas is in the hospital, I don't have much optimism anymore. And what I do realize is that on both sides, for the most part, they want a rubber stamp of their collectivism. Does it matter the names anymore? No, it really doesn't. And first of all, I've had experience with Kajansi Brown Jackson myself. 
several years ago when she was a judge of the U.S. District Court, the District of Columbia, the lower court, she really didn't even know what the Freedom of Information Act was. I mean, I was shocked. And she was very articulate. You know, I, I didn't quite remember, uh, you know, the way she spoke. I think she speaks well, but she's not the sharpest knife in the drawer, and that's, that's a problem. And she said all the things that she had to say today. didn't believe any of it, of course. And I have to, you know, somehow laugh in, in a sad way is that these are dog and pony shows. They're not for real. And they say what they have to say. She's going to be confirmed in any event. Republicans would dare not vote against a, a black female. Uh, they just don't have the guts to do it. And she is an affirmative action judge. That's what she is. She'll be an affirmative action justice. When I watch throughout history, justices like uh, Scalia and the, the, the grasp of the concept of law, the beauty of American law, to be the shield of the ordinary man, of every man, of American principles and the Enlightenment. And you see Clarence Thomas, who also shared so much of that. Yet, I also remember when Joe Biden could form a sentence and didn't think Jill was his nurse. He attacked Clarence Thomas. He also attacked um, Jones, who was put up by W. Bush. He attacked Hispanic justices. How did we come to this place in history, in time, where the most corrupt, racist party, the Democrat Party, is now somehow the champion of minorities rather than what they always have been, promoters of political corruption? Well, I love the one you're with. I mean, that's where they're getting their votes right now. And, and the Republicans haven't done themselves any favors over the years because they never really stood firm for their principles. And consequently, you've got these minorities thinking they can get what they want from the Democrats. But I want to point out one other thing. I wrote a book last year, and I wrote the sequel this year. It takes a counter-revolution, Wake Up America. Both were dedicated to Thomas Jefferson. He said that federal judges, he was against Article Three, federal judges and Supreme Court justices, unelected, unaccountable to the people, there for life, would become despots and tyrants, causing us to shed the blood of patriots and tyrants yet again every 20 years or so, adding what's a few thousand dead to refresh the tree of liberty. He didn't want to see anybody dead or hurt. Neither do I, neither do you, Sean. No. But judges are the biggest threat to this country, the federal judges, because they're not accountable to the people. And it's not just a question of, you know, them making up things. You know, it's, it's a question of them being the vassals being the yes-men and women of the people that put them on the bench. How do they get there? Through political campaign contributions and other forms of grease from lobbyists and special interests. And when they get up there, they pay it back. And January 6th was an example of the people not just seeing the rank corruption in all three branches of government, but seeing that Trump's own judges, they still brags about, believe it or not, threw him under the bus and wouldn't even give him a fair hearing. Wouldn't give him any hearing at all at the Supreme Court. Kavanaugh, Tony Barrett, and Gorsuch wouldn't hear the case that was very well brought by the Attorney General of Texas over a dispute between election laws that would dilute the Texas vote as a result of those other states, Michigan, Georgia, Pennsylvania, etc. And so they are, as someone who's been in the system for 45 years, this is why I wrote the book. 
is that it's so corrupt, it's corrupt to the core, and it's very rare in a case that has any political implication that you'll get a decision that can't, you can't predict based upon who put them on the bench. So it, it's become a, just a very bad and sad joke, our Supreme Court, which votes along party lines, along ideological lines, so you can hear whatever you want from Kajanji Brown-Jackson, but she's going to vote the way she's told to vote, and she will vote left every time. And, you know, we were dealing with somebody who she's replacing who was granted a Democrat, granted lockstep, but he did have some surprises, did he not, in his history? Where he voted who are you, who, Breyer? Are you, are you talking about Breyer? Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he did, and I, I actually have met him. You know, he's a nice man, you know, one-on-one. I met him at a White House correspondence dinner. But uh, there are very few with integrity. There's one I know of on the Ninth Circuit, Judge Ronald Gould. He's a liberal, very honest guy. But i got to tell you something. I want people to read my book. I'm not pushing it, but no, no, you have I to understand that our legal system is totally broken. It is totally corrupt. And I'm telling you as a lawyer, I pay the price for that, you know, in terms of retaliation. But I have to tell the truth, is that there is no justice in the courts anymore, not for these kinds of cases. If you're John and Jane Doe and you're fighting over, you know, slipping on a banana peel at the drugstore, maybe you might get a fair decision. But if you're talking about major issues that deal with the Constitution, that deal with the course of, you know, our societal mores and values and, and what we believe in, it's not going to happen. And there were some questions asked today about gay marriage. She wouldn't answer the question. Whether you're for gay marriage or you're not for gay marriage, that's the right for the states to decide. It's not in the Constitution. And this is what they do. They just make it up, and uh, they ram it down your throat. And, of course, you know now you've got Chief Justice Roberts, who really is a, a closet liberal, and he has no principles at all. And then you've got the couple over there that swing with the wind. So you can't even count on a conservative majority holding the conservative line. But it shouldn't be that way. It should be that you... you decide on the basis of the law. And that's what Kajanji Jackson was talking about today, but that's not going to happen. And she said that just for consumption, so she'd get uh, confirmed. The true definition of feudalism is when you have the, this legislative tyranny, this legislative fascism, that we in Chicago, Illinois, know all too well. We've got judges that sit on investment groups with corrupt aldermen and the rest of it. We've got a corrupt alderman's wife who sits on the Supreme Court of Illinois. And we understand that feudalism, the idea that it it's almost too overwhelming to realize that this has happened to our Supreme Court. Can the people change this? Can we change the lifelong appointments? Can we make them eight-year appointments, 12-year appointments? Can we do a, a, uh, a, a state-demanded change of the, of the Supreme Court tenure? Because this woman is awful young. I mean, granted, I see them aging like Elena Kagan, and you know, there's some out there. She looks terrible. But is there something the people can do other than be victims of it? Well, this is what I say in my book, and I've said it before. Last July 5th and 6th, and you're invited to participate if you'd like. Oh, thank you. We held a third Continental Congress in Philadelphia on July 5th and 6th. And we're debating whether to declare independence. It says in the beginning of our Declaration of Independence, when in the course of human events the sovereign no longer represents the people on the laws of nature and nature's God, that they have a right to alter or abolish that government and to form a new government bind for the people, equal rights for everyone in pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness. I'm paraphrasing what Jefferson and the others wrote. Right. 
break the bands. The up. only way it's going to change. These two political parties are flip sides of the same coin. One is, of course, the Democrats. You know, they're socialists or communists or atheists, whatever. The Republicans are just a money-raising machine now. They become a racketeering enterprise. I mean, how many emails are you getting every day? I get a few. And when they've had... Com- yes. Yeah. I mean, last week, uh, Trump wanted us to buy him a plane. You know, I mean, it's, it's getting to the point of absurdity. And, and I, you know, and I supported Trump. But that's not right. No. And so the American people can declare independence. We need to fine-tune our Constitution. Uh, we need to go our own way and leave these two political parties to fight it out with themselves in Washington. Have fun, girls and boys. I love We this. need leaders like like Washington, like Jefferson, like Adams, like Teddy Roosevelt, like Lincoln, like Reagan. We need true leaders, and we need to make some changes. We need to elect judges in the federal system, not appointed with other, you know campaign contributions and other forms of bribery. We need to take their immunity away from them. They should be held accountable if they make an intentionally wrong decision or a grossly negligent. Get them insurance, and, you know, like lawyers have to have. Yeah. There are lots of little things that we can do, but it's not going to happen with these establishment hacks that are running our country on both sides of the political aisle because these people are entrenched. This is why I and, love and, having you on, because you give us that hope that there is a legal way to do this. And the reality is I've been quoting that that's paragraph in, in the Declaration of Independence all my life when it comes time to break the political bands that bind you. We are at that time. I believe it can happen. I, I, I have optimism in the Convention of States and the rest of it, and I do think it's le- it can legally be done. You and I also have a benefit. We, for the most part, spend time in Florida, which has the brightest star, as far as I'm concerned, in Ron DeSantis. It does. It and, does. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm I forming a new political party, uh, the New American Independence Party, separately from Freedom Watch and americasheriff.org, which I formed with Sheriff Joe Arpaio to protect the police. And we will invite DeSantis to run on our slate or throw our uh, support towards him. I think he's doing a great job. I hope he's for real. We don't know for sure yet. But everything I've seen so far is that he's a Trump without the big mouth. And I think that's what we need right now. We need somebody who doesn't offend people to that degree who, who can lead people. And I think DeSantis may be the guy. And what's wonderful to watch is I spend a lot of time on both coasts. The used-to-be Democrats who are aware of exactly how corrupt the Democrat oligarch system has become are circling around DeSantis, are proud of DeSantis. When I go to the East Coast, they talk about what a great job he's doing, protecting his kids, reestablishing right and wrong, what you see with the the uh, female sports in college and the rest of it. It's something to behold, and I think if we can coalesce around that, and take advantage of the already successful convention of states and make the 21 states say we're go- we're breaking those political bands that bind us and this omnibus bill and all of the things you're rushing and the next emergency and the covid and the rest of it which is right around the corner um are going to be why we're not going to participate so your we event can, we can do go ahead yeah go ahead i'm sorry i interrupted you i wanted to talk about your, your event so <laughs> no 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 i want to yeah. talk you're the guest i want to talk about your event so that my listeners can be optimistic in a, in a world of feudalism and Democrat mafia rule like Illinois and the rest of it? Well, go to freedomwatchusa.org and join our cause in that regard, freedomwatchusa.org. We also conduct citizens' grand juries. We have a right to do that. We're taking back our legal system. Justice Scalia in 1992, in a case United States versus Williams, ruled for the majority of the Supreme Court that the grand jury belongs to the American people, not the three branches of government. On, in April of this year, we're going to be trying Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, 
for bribery from communist China, from Russia, of all places, not coincidentally, mm-hmm. and Ukraine before President Zelensky took over. It's, it's un, indisputable that he took bribes. Okay, now why is he so soft on China? Why is he so soft on Russia? It's compromised. It does two and two equal four? I think it does. Do bears live in the woods? There are other expressions, too. The American people need to take back their legal system. That's what our founding fathers did when King George took it away from us. We don't have a legal system. And I think I'm the only lawyer in this country, if I can say so myself, that will tell it like it is, because other lawyers are afraid of retaliation by these judges and by prosecutors and others. So I'm suggesting that we form a new legal system by and for the people. Forget about the corrupt system that we currently have. And that's why when I watch you know, Kajanji Brown-Jackson on TV. I mean, you know, frankly, I'd rather be watching what's going on in Ukraine than watching her right now, because, frankly, I think it's insignificant what's going on. The Supreme Court is corrupt. It does not represent the interests of the American people. It's a bunch of of politicians in robes. You know, we have a Cadillac of a legal system, but we've got drunken drivers at the wheel, and we need a new legal system with people who aren't drunk and who are representing the American people. Larry Clayman, you are why, as a young man, I had the utmost respect for attorneys. I have been in love with the concept of American law being my shield versus the spear of the fascist that it's become. I cannot thank you enough. I so appreciate you making time for me. I recommend that everyone go to your website and read your books. Larry Clayman, you honored me. Thank you so much for coming on. It's my honor to be on. Thank you very much, Sean. God bless you. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM 560, the answer. I love talking to Larry Clayman. He lets you know, you can defend yourself with the principles of Americanism. It is steeped in our real law, not the judicial tyranny of the Marxist mafia. I love the idea that there are places where they're implementing that law to protect citizens. Because as you watch this Kabuki theater of this now banana republic, and I'm thinking, does it, you know, you got Elena Kagan who answers the question, what would Chris Farley look like if he didn't die? And then you've got Judge Sotomayor, who's aging as if she owned a fleet of food trucks. And you see, they're just rubber stamps for the Marxist mafia. And that's what affirmative action Jackson is going to be. Doesn't matter. We've got clip after clip. Does anybody really know much about her? It doesn't matter. All the Democrats will step and fetch. So I want to provide the full context of your quote, because... You said, yes, I want to ask you about the means by which we can distinguish more or less serious offenders. I know that all of you have sort of touched on that. Mr. Fatrell, you talked about going from singular to one-on-one to group experience. I'm just wondering if there's some sort of inevitable and natural progression from one stage to the other, such that you could say that the least serious offenders are in the singular experience stage. And I guess my thought is, in looking at some of the testimony that other people We'll have later in the day. I was surprised at some of the testimony with respect to the motivation of offenders, and we're talking about child pornography offenders, and that there are people who get involved with this kind of activity who may not be pedophiles and who may not be necessarily interested really in the child pornography, but have other motivations with respect to the use of technology and being... There's no excuse to have pictures of kids on your cell phone naked. No, 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 sorry. Uh, let's look at what the prosecutors are asking for. And I would note that this was in the District of Columbia, where prosecutors are far more liberal than many of the prosecutors in this country. And in every case in which, so United States versus Hess, there was a mandatory statutory minimum of 60 months, and you imposed 60 months because you had no discretion. 
Uh, in United States versus Nickerson, there was a mutual agreement of the parties to 120 months, and that's what you imposed. In every other case, United States versus Chazen, the prosecutor asked for 78 to 97 months. You imposed 28 months. 28 months is a 64%. So it's the same thing you see in Chicago, where the offenders are judged on their gender, on their race, and they're given lenient sentences, even if they're pedophiles. I got a problem with that. I just do. But that's the way of the future. So when you live in these states that realize the trajectory of our nation, as they've been infiltrated long before, affirmative action Jackson is going to be the next Supreme Court justice, and she is. At the election point of this 50-year political whore, who now gets to be the pimp in diapers, Joe Biden. You see what goes along with it. It's not just the destruction of our economy. It's the destruction of American principles. This will go to the Supreme Court. We will be challenging it, as you see in something as benign as collegiate sports. A man is dominating women swimming. A man. I don't care how you slice it. It's nice to see that there are states, states in this country that are taking advantage of federalism. I also just want to make, make a comment because last year we signed a bill uh, to ensure fairness in women's athletics. We thought it was very important that uh, young girls and women athletes in the state of Florida had the ability to work hard, to realize their dreams, and to compete fairly whether it's in swimming, whether it's in uh, track and field, you name it. And that's something that was really meaningful to a lot of people in Florida, particularly people like me who are, are parents of, of, of young girls. Uh, so that's something that was really important, and we're glad we did that. If you look at what the NCAA has done uh, by allowing basically men to compete in women's athletics, in this case the swimming, you had – the number one woman who finished was from Sarasota, Emin Wyant. She won the silver medal. She's been an absolute superstar her whole career. She trains. I mean, to, to compete at that level is very, very difficult, and you don't just roll out of bed and do it. That takes grit. That takes determination. And she's been an absolute superstar, and she had the fastest time uh, of any woman in college athletics. Now, the NCAA... Uh, is basically taking efforts to destroy women's athletics. They're trying to undermine the integrity of the competition, and they're crowning somebody else uh, the woman's champion. And we think that's wrong. And so in Florida, I'm going to be uh, later. This is a Floridian who I think deserves to be recognized. You know, We're going to be doing a proclamation uh, saying uh, that Emma is the best female swimmer in the 500-meter freestyle. Isn't that wonderful? We don't need your, your judgment of your Marxist judges. We don't need your approval or your, uh, your, your acceptance or, uh, of, of right and wrong. We know it. And we decide that the woman who finished first among the women, that's the winner. Because this kind of stuff is going to go before affirmative action, Jackson. And do you think she's going to make a judgment based on right or wrong? or based on the Marxist ideology of division, of control, of collectivism. That's the side she's going to fall on in every single case. Now, will it be that different from Breyer? Well, there were the rare occasion when Breyer actually surprised people with his understanding of Americanism. However, is that what 
gets to decide right and wrong in America. We had our own Supreme Court Justice Roberts rewrite Obamacare and then change it so that he could pass it. And here we are 12 years later. And you're used to it. It's the normal. That's unacceptable. So we're going to need states to stick up for us. And in states, they will take on these issues far more before the country changes and swings back to the middle or whatever BS line you want me to believe. The fight will come from states, which is why we need good people. So Illinois, you want to enrich the GOP that just wants the money and loves being in second place, just wants the inside deal contracts on the marijuana dispensaries or the video poker machines, just wants to use that corruption and be the number two, Don? Go ahead. Mike in Elgin. Hi, Sean. You know, I agree with that, uh, your, your guest there about the grand, you know, installing starting grand juries. But the grand jury is already there. We just need to find a prosecutor that's willing to, to hear whatever it is, because the grand jury has the right to hear any, ca- any criminal case out there. Any grand juror can bring up a case, and as long as they have prosecutors willing to hear it, they can, in- they can investigate it. And it's called a runaway grand jury. And we could do that in every single state. They just, just need a prosecutor that'll do it. Well, there's, the- in there lies our problem. Yeah, right. right. I mean, <laughs> it's finding that prosecutor. And I, I'd like to mention there is a paper out there that's called the secret, the the special secret maritime jurisdiction of the United States. And these courts are private courts because you can find them listed in Dun and Bradstreet as corporations. And that that Goldfriend flag, you know, you hear a lot of bad mouthing about, you know, oh, that's conspiracy theory. There's a reason that Goldfriend flag is in there. It's because it's a private commercial court, and the bond that they issue is illegal. It violates the 14th Amendment because it, it's a bill of attainer that, is, you know, that gives a punishment before the actual crime, and that's why they don't have probable cause hearings in any case, because you sign the bond and you agree to, to, to answer to the, the, you know, the crime or whatever you're charged with. So mm-hmm. this whole court system is screwed up. It's, it's private, it's maritime, and it's, you know... Michael, so anyway, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. In your in your opinion, you're obviously in the law. In your opinion, how what's the percentage of lawyers who are in it because they're in love with law as the shield of the righteous principled enlightenment that America's built on versus those that want to get rich through table of wisdom investment groups with Democrat mafia members? What's the percentage of good lawyers versus corrupt? Probably 99.9%. The ones the, there was a, an attorney named Harmon Taylor out of Texas that was going into law, and he actually, he went into the case, the uh, Oklahoma City bombing case, and tried to save, uh, what's his name, from, from uh, you know, getting tried or getting hung yeah, or whatever, you know, the, the death penalty. McVeigh, Timothy McVeigh. McVeigh, yeah. And uh, they denied his motion, and he realized what the court system was all about. So he's quit the bar, but he's he's come out, and, he, and he's, come out I, I i've talked to you before about it i mentioned that you know he, that What's he did an expense Harmon taylor all right let me look into it and, all right and because i think extensive, i don't you yeah. know i get these callers and they they they, they feel the frustration that i feel and ultimately, they, yeah. they do that thing like, well, what's the solution to, and how long until there's an uprising? And I don't want a violent uprising. And in this country, right. in my mind, you don't need one. We need right. a judicial uprising. 
Because in this you, country, collectivism, this, this corrupt gangster government we have, it's all illegitimate. If we would only implement the actual law instead of weaponizing it to benefit American oligarchs. Thank you, Michael. You give right, me right. And I do want to say that you've got to remember the three boxes. It's the ballot box, the jury box, and then the cartridge box. So we, we haven't utilized the... the the, I, know, the, I don't ever want to see the cartridge box, box American, yeah. American. And look so at what the we're watching. Here's the other thing, Michael. Right look what we're watching Thanks. in Ukraine. We're watching innocent people get killed in an oligarch war. Oh, we are. I know everybody loves the comedian. He's Winston Churchill. He makes me laugh my ass off. Only this time, who's got the Nazis? 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. Meatloaf. See, I knew that one. It's a weak spot, kid. When it comes to sports, music, most religions, weak spot. No question about it. But I do enjoy sports commentators. For instance, did you ever hear what Shaq thinks about uh, gas prices? Bet you're not going to hear this on a lot of shows. I didn't want to get a, a certain vehicle because of the amount of gas I would have to spend. Yeah. It cost like $80 to, to fill, it up. fill it, up. it up. And he right. said... Then you said, when it gets to half, then you put twenty dollars, you bring it back to full. <laughs> but if 40, I keep doing, I would have to stop off and still no, spend eighty. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Why? You're complaining about when it gets to zero, you spend eighty, right? When it gets to half, you put twenty. Then when it get back to half, you put twenty. Yeah, but, but I'll keep stopping, putting twenty in, and it'll be cool. eighty, Kenny. the same amount of gas. Kenny. I'm Kenny. driving the Kenny. same amount of gas. The average human stops once a week for gas, right? With you, you only work here twice. You would probably have to stop maybe, maybe once every two weeks. <laughs> And that's why I don't watch sports. George Hoffman Estates, <laughs> genius. Hi, George. Hey, Sean. How are you, buddy? Thanks Good. again for taking my call, man. Always great to talk to you. you hey, too. Sean, uh, you, a couple of things. Number one, uh, thanks for your support of Gary Raybine. We had a kickoff tour to rebuild and reform tour yesterday. You got the uh, um, uh, Michael Flynn, General Michael Flynn's endorsement, et cetera. But, hey, I'm calling you for another reason, Sean, and it's about, it's about freedoms. And we talk about the freedoms and the transgenders. They have the freedom to compete. But let's solve this thing here, Sean. Let's take this and put make transgender division. I like it. Transgender games, right? I like so it. They can compete. They can hold all the records, everything they want. Yeah. Let them compete. If that's what they want to do, amateurs, pros, the, the pro-transgender go right ahead. league, if that's what they want, man. So, right. so you know what? Let's. Let, if that's what they want to do, let's do it. And if the NCAA creates another division, the high schools create another division for the transgenders, then let them compete. And Absolutely. listen, the success, of, the success of any league, right, is your spectators and who wants to see you and who will sponsor you. So exactly. let's just do it that way. Let's just do it that way. Give them their freedom. Let them, let them compete. But I'm all for freedom, against. but I'm, I'm, against, yep. I'm against ridiculousness. And pretending I, that these men, too. whether it be MMA – or contests of something like swimming, or any contest. It's You're different. There's a difference. So at least let's admit that. Thank you very much, George. I like that. There's always a solution. It's always on the side of freedom and choice. But you don't get to control anybody else's judgment. Or you don't get to tell me that I must accept a man as a woman. Wrong. Doesn't work that way. Jose, Chicago. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. Long-time listener, I absolutely love your show, first-time oh, caller. Hey, that previous well. caller, I love his idea, that transgender competition. That's a great idea. Absolutely. Anyway, 
I'm calling because you always say Mr. Diaper Joe Biden, right? Yes. So I came up with this idea. Can we start like some sort of campaign where all of your listeners send one bag of diapers to the White House? I'll be all the right, first I one like- to do it. They're all, all my listeners pay taxes, though, Jose. All my listeners like you pay taxes. We pay the inflation. I don't want to buy this guy diapers. We're already buying them all kinds of nonsense. I like the idea, though. Thank you, Jose. And thank you for calling. We'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Years of bribery, open and notorious pay-to-play scams. Joe Biden loves Amtrak because they've been bribing him for 50 years. His 21-year-old degenerate son, before he acquired and became a connoisseur of crack, sat on the board of Amtrak at 21. So the Ukrainian oligarchs, the Chinese, they said, this is my kind of political whore. So now they sit back and they reap the benefits, whether it's Ukraine or China or the rest of it. I wanted to bring on an expert. So straighten up, Squirrel Hands. Button your top button. This is no monkeying around. We've got Monica Showalter on. She is a social media manager of the American Thinker. She's also a veteran foreign correspondent and financial journalist who's written in Investor Business Daily, along with the American Thinker now. Monica, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Hi, thanks for having me on. Well, listen, I am a political junkie, as you and I have discussed in the past. We have somehow legitimized legal bribery with campaign contributions and bag men of sons and brothers and the rest of it. Joe Biden is the perfect example. In fact, it should be called Biden Inc. It is nothing more than a pay-to-play scheme when you look thoroughly. Now, you've got cases where Ukraine has been bribing Joe Biden through the sun. Russia has been bribing Joe Biden through the sun. China has been bribing Joe Biden and, among others, even John Kerry's stepson, which makes the old man Hines spin in the ground like he was hooked on a Black & Decker. Are they enjoying this time in American history as we're collapsing? Well, that's certainly the looks of it. It's, uh, It's been good for them. It hasn't been good for us. And, and there's, there's, a major, there's a major rift there um, of, of, of interest because China's interests don't match ours. China says it will own America. And that's, uh, that's not from me. That's from Biden himself speaking to a Virginia military base a little while, uh, you know, about a year ago or so. But then he went and bought Chinese drones, which are not exactly good for uh, keeping information from the Chinese, if that's the purpose. So, he, and in fact, uh, there's, you, just, you just get a feeling they got something on him. There was another incident where China did a massive cyber attack verified by Microsoft that permits hackers to get into people's businesses and passwords and bank accounts. And China had Biden had no sanctions for for China. He did hit Russia hard with sanctions on a suspected Russian attack, but this one was a real attack, and he gave them no sanctions. I mean, it is just... Um, what, is it, just what do they have on him? Well, I, I don't even think it matters anymore. I mean, after all, if you're an American Democrat, 
Look at these sewers of corruption that these states, these counties, these towns. They don't mind that their politicians are bought and paid for like chiclets in Don Corleone's pocket. They love it. And the reality is, at this point of incompetence, of what you want me to believe is incompetence, as Joe Biden and the American Democrats destroy our dollar, literally, through misappropriation, through corruption, the talks have been... For decades, China has been working with Russia, with Iran, and now it looks like they've got the gangster in Saudi Arabia in his tablecloth. It looks like we're outsmarted. I mean, you, Monica, are a financial journalist and have been for years. You've written in, uh, in, in, in the business daily and the rest of it, American thinker. Why in the world should anybody have faith in a dollar when we've got a sitting president who has a legacy of bribery that now everyone is aware of? What do we need to do to impeach him? This is, to me, open and notorious bribery. He's compromised. How much more evidence do the American people need? Exactly. When you've got the New York Times saying that all the the allegations of bribery in Hunter Biden's uh, computer uh, are not some Russian disinformation operation, they they were quite authentically written. The only thing you have left is to show... Uh, you know, show how show the money trail, how open open the bank accounts, get the investigators after it because they're going to find something. Uh, Hunter wrote all those emails thinking nobody was ever going to read them. Well, he was high uh, in his defense. Um, yeah. I, I also, uh, my understanding is you have uh, dropped an article on our very own Little Dick Durbin from Illinois. It appears that uh, <laughs> what have you what have you written about that? Well, for heaven's sakes, he's he's with he's. You know, he's demanded Republicans be civilized. He's demanded that they not, you know, bring up old high school antics or whether uh, the, the Supreme Point Court out corruption. Kedanji uh, Brown Jackson, you know, maybe she shouted down people or something. We're not going to bring that stuff up. But he, that leaves the record to examine, and now he's blocking the record. So he's not letting documents showing how oh, what her legal reasoning were. Uh, you know, an NGO found these things, not allowing these to be brought into evidence. Well, what else is there? They just want to talk about firsts or historics or whatever. They don't want to talk about her record. And that is, in a way, insulting to her because you should be talking about her record. And that includes letting perverts off and child molesters off with much lower than recommended sentences oh. and uh, apparently on very dubious legal reasoning. They are Democrats. Um, I also wanted to... Um further ask you how is this legal in america why are they redacting information i can't see transcripts from when he talks to xi jinping let alone i understand xi jinping invested a billion and a half in his crack son however do we still have principles of law how does little dick durbin get to hide this information and not release it to the general public do we have the law on our side can we get this out before it's inevitable we're uh, affirmative action. Yeah, Jackson it's the is record. The they should. It's the written record. They should. They should definitely put that out there. Put that out there. If they want to say it's okay, let them say it's okay, and let them, you know, take the voter consequences for that. But by suppressing it, this is increasingly a Democrat technique. They suppress the news of Hunter's laptop. There's, you know, different characters within this establishment. Uh, they wouldn't allow key evidence that was exculpatory to President Trump during his very couple of impeachments either. Um, you know, the, the, this January 6th commission is, is just a, a complete political horse show. It's it's nonsense. They, uh, you know, it's very highly partisan. The idea is to keep 
Trump from running again. They don't want to let us voters decide. They don't want the voters to decide on the judge either. And it's and, backhanded intimidation for any American that fights up against this Marxist mafia pretending to be Democrats. And this is where I want to bring in your history of being a foreign correspondent. Isn't this yeah. how these former Soviet oligarch-controlled real jokes of countries rule over their own people? In fact, isn't that how Ukraine ruled over its own people. And isn't it ironic that now people are talking about a year of Zelensky imprisoning political opposition, silencing TV shows? I mean, it's all very Soviet style. Isn't this something the American people should be outraged at versus adopting the policies of? Yeah, I think there are people who are trying to keep open eyes on this. I uh, Obviously, Whatever Zelensky's doing is something the Soviets do worse, or the Russians do even worse. You know, we've seen truly bad stories there, um, but it doesn't excuse it. You know, it's it's. Uh, I don't see the point of it either. You know, accusing everybody of being affiliated with the Russians. You better have good information on that. Now, it is possible. Yes, there's some Russian meddling. It still doesn't mean that it's Putin himself or the people who are attacking. Ukraine who are behind it. You know, in Russia, you've got a Boyar society where you've got a Moscow faction and you've got a Leningrad faction, etc. Uh, political scientists have been telling me this for the last couple of days. Uh, so it's not a truly unified sort of government. So to accuse certain characters in Ukraine of being in bed with the Russians and then suppressing them or throwing them in jail, that's, uh, that's, 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 that's not how we do things. That's not... But there's been a war, uh, you know, it's... Americans pick up history from talking points in the morning. There's been an ongoing conflict in Ukraine for over a decade. This is something that's been fighting between the Russian section and the Ukrainian section. And yet there's, there's, there's a system of 11 political adversaries to Zelensky who have all been silenced, who have all been neutered. American government has, in essence, given $25 billion. I still don't know what... Do, are we going to get that back? What's the writing on that? Is that just a charity write-off? And it appears today, as it's being um, promoted by American state media, that Ukrainians fighting back, as it appears, Ukraine is firing into Belarus. I, are they just relying on American ignorance of just how oligarch-backed Zelensky is? Yeah, uh, yeah. There's, there's definitely a huge part of the story. It's just not getting out. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying, so I, I think a lot of us are, you know, try to sort out, you know, what, uh, uh, what's going on with Zelensky. We know he's quite master at, say, media and... and he's an actor. And, he's, he's a legitimate actor. actor. Yeah. And uh, it just makes it, it, it's, it's, it, it, it mixes the pictures, it muddles the picture, and it, you know, raises questions as to... What's going on there? What's you know? Is there a backstory behind this? So you're, that, uh, you know, we don't have a full picture on it. We're Soros in this. I'd like to know. But doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. And doesn't it explain too? It sure does look like a great investment by bribing the Biden family, or hiring Hunter Biden as a consultant. It sure does look like it paid off. As we just wrote a check for twenty six billion dollars, we continue to write emergency bills. What happens to American money when it's funneled into? these former Soviet unions, and I don't care which one it is. Has it ever oh, turned it out well consult. for Americans? It goes to NGOs. It goes to people who, who have a snoot in the trough. It doesn't generally go to true aid, not often. 
And when you got really big numbers like this, well, you're going to have some new oligarchs with new yachts. Uh, because I don't, I have no confidence that this is going to be spent honestly. It'll end up in consultant accounts and Washington Swamper accounts, and there will be more special interests. You know, people like Alexander Vindman will be involved with one of these techniques. I'm not saying him for sure, but well, you know, Igor Kolomoisky like will definitely be right. In that. We're talking about the the swamp. The yeah. swamp will have its its uh, uh, its its its. Uh, you know, it, it will have its interests in something like this. Whenever there's a big pile of money, all kinds of people will, will get attracted to it who are used to playing that kind of game. You with the American Thinker have your feet on the or your, your hand on the pulse of, of, of these kind of stories that come out of these um, former Soviet third world hellholes. There were there was a group of uh, citizens that were fighting against corruption in Ukraine prior to this uh, starting. Has there been any murmur? from the groups of anti-government corruption in Ukraine, the innocent people who always pay the cost, kind of like the Chicago citizens who aren't in on the Democrats' scam. Has there been any murmur from these people who make up these 11 political parties that were um, fighting against Zelensky prior to the invasion? Do we know anything about those people? At this point, no, but we're going to be watching this. Um because we've got to see what's going to be. How is this going to shake out? It's you know right now I'm not convinced they're going to win yet, but right now there are some positive stories. Again, we got to watch for propaganda. Uh, yeah. Sometimes we can be quite deceived. And Zelensky himself makes terrible mistakes in some of the things he said. He'll say things and backtrack. He was yelling it in Israel for a while, then he softened himself. He was saying, "Oh, Russia won't invade," and then they invaded. Um, and he, you know, he scold people for saying they're going to invade. And actually, U.S. intelligence was pretty good on that. The guy who runs the CIA, his name's William Burns. We've known about him for years. He's he's actually good. Uh, he's like the eminence Greece. He's kind of a scary guy. He was scary, you know, 20 years ago, yeah. uh, when he was doing dark State Department type assignments against Hugo Chavez. I, that was where I got to know him. Yeah, I don't uh, like you know, the CIA though. I got a I had a cousin that was in it. I love him, but I don't like the CIA. And uh, I find that ironic that that Jake Sullivan. This guy was pretty effective. Yeah, no, Jake Sullivan was a former CIA guy. Yeah, no, we don't like them. Uh, I'm not a fan. So so when you come across the Ukrainian version of little Dick Durbin, you'll know because he's going to have a monochrome voice. And he's going to tell you to just stop your complaining and get along and show respect to the gangsters. Be aware of that because that's what destroyed the city of Chicago, the great state of Illinois, is that monotone Democrat mafia corruption that leads to a senator from 1984 right out of college, never had a job, destroying the country. So will you keep an eye on that for us? And uh, if you ever see, come across that fat slob, Ihor Kolomoisky, do not mistake him for a manlier version of J.B. Pritzker, okay? Yes. All right, thank you very (laughs) much. Absolutely, and you make a really good point on that, is, yeah, the Ukraine oligarchs are very much worth watching on this. Yeah, they're like Uh, our own Pritzker, only they can do push-ups. It's kind of fun to watch. Monica Showalter, thank you so much for joining me. I truly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM560, the answer. Good, Good pull, kid. Nice. Rob on the northwest side. What's going on? How are you, Sean? Good, Rob. How are you? I'm good. Uh, so, uh, 
Sean, I just got a quick question for uh, for you. For with Joe Biden, do you really think he is a uh, like you know uh, the guy behind the wheel, or do you think it's his face as bureaucrats really running the show? I just I got a feeling that you know with 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 Trump in charge, you can tell he was so um, despised because it was kind of him, you know, whether you liked his attitude or not, he was kind of running the ball. But it's just like it doesn't seem like you know any, anything is. I want you to think around, of it. But no one's really home. I want you to think of it, Rob, as the way when you used to watch the old FBI shows when, you know, everybody thought the FBI investigated crime families rather than being part of one. And they used to put the the, the different factions of the crime family up and then the diagram, and they'd have the different heads of the different families. Joe Biden is just the head of a family. It's the cabal of corruption that is behind the decisions. I mean, after all, you rightfully recognized joe biden doesn't know if it's tuesday or july or why his socks are wet so do i think it's him no i think it's worse than that though if it was just a stupid bad president who was corrupt great you could remove him and save the country under this system what you have is a corrupt mafia that is in control of the three branches of government that's a problem thank you rob i appreciate it i mean after all doesn't anybody does anybody think joe biden's doing anything you buy an electric vehicle, you go all the way across America on a single tank of gas. If you buy an electronic vehicle, you can go all the way across America on a single tank of gas. So Joe Biden isn't doing anything but embarrassing America, but he is the perfect example of the Democrat Party. Old, corrupt whore who now thinks he's the pimp. The problem is those apparatchiks of the Marxist mafia that infiltrated the Biden administration. And what I mean by that are professional liars, former CIA members like Jake Sullivan, who was filling in for Pippi Liestocking due to the fact she has the new vid. She's been vaccinated, boosted, and the whole thing. She get the vid again. Isn't this the second time she had the vid? I heard the Duchess of Chaffington also has the vid. I wonder if they caught it somehow by rubbing each other or something. Uh, the Russians and the Hungarians seems to be reluctant on imposing uh, a ban on importing Russian oil and gas. Will this weaken the sanctions? And would you call on um, the groups that the president's going to meet uh, to expel Russia from the G20, um, of course, uh, group? And um, do you think that an agreement with Iran could be reached without Russia? So when the president announced that the United States was going to ban the import of Russian oil and gas, he was very clear. He said that the United States is uniquely positioned. We are an energy producer. Wrong, CIA liar. Wrong, Jake Sullivan. We were when he stole the office, usurped the White House before the ballot harvesting and whatnot. Then we were. But you took oil production down to, see, I know this, Jennifer Granholm doesn't. You took oil production from 12.8 million barrels a day, see, 13 million, really 12.8 is the magic number, down to 9.3 million barrels. Now you've got a little pressure, so it's back up to 11. But those sanctions weren't put on Russia. They were put on American people, stupid, because of that and your other policies. Now you're trying to normalize inflation and then rally people around the Ukrainians, who now have the Azovs. And, and we must just suffer a little bit. We've got to pay a little extra. That's what you're trying to do, to do Jake Sullivan, you professional CIA liar. Uh, we can do this. We can take this step of banning the import of Russian oil and gas and coal 
um, and, and, and be able to withstand it, have resilience against it. But he also recognized quite explicitly in that statement that some of our European allies and partners would not be able to follow suit, and he was not going to pressure them to do so. No, he recognized all of that. You buy an electric vehicle, you go all the way across America on a single tank of gas. Yeah, he recognized it. Because he's sharp as a tack, Joe Biden. Sharp! From his perspective, what we have achieved with our European partners in terms of financial sanctions, export controls, and other measures to... Uh, to hit the Russian economy hard have had unprecedented impact on a large economy at a scale we have never seen before. Does he mean ours? Because things are terrible. He must mean ours. But here's the good news. I think this dementia patient pretending to be the president with the wet socks, he's less dangerous as before when he was a political whore and ignorant and arrogant and a war criminal different i'm just want to know what you suggest because back then when i was in your position i was suggesting we bomb belgrade i was suggesting that we send american pilots in and blow up all the bridges on the drina i was suggesting we take out his oil supplies i was suggesting very specific action and isn't it interesting that we by the way i i agree with the state approved opinion that putin is a war criminal after all he invaded another country but so is joe biden that's what he's advocating for, you know, when things mattered. But don't worry. Don't worry. Affirmative action. Jackson is the judge because she earned it. And uh, and so did Kamala Harris. She earned the presidency. Just ask sweet Willie Brown. Three, one, two, six, four, two, fifty six hundred. AM five sixty. The answer. All right. So we are going to be vindicated by history as we start to learn more and more of exactly what is happening in Ukraine. This didn't start yesterday. This is a country that has been riddled in oligarch scandal for decades, decades. This is a country that has been infighting with each other for decades, decades, hundreds of years, really, if you go back and know the history of exactly what happened prior to the Soviet Union. It's really something to behold. But there was always a murmur, right? This new world order. You heard this murmur. Now Joe Biden wants to come out and just tell you it's here. And uh, the good news is we're going to be in charge. After all, we're so good at running our own country. I think, you know, my mother had an expression. Out of everything terrible, something good will come if you look hard enough for it. She was wrong. I saw your family. You're all messes and wrecks and degenerate scumbags. I think this presents us with some significant opportunities to make some real changes. You know, we are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy. Not just the world economy, in the world. It occurs every three or four generations. As one of the uh, the top military people said to me in a secure meeting the other day, 60, 60 million people died between 1900 and 1946. And uh, since then, we established... Wait a minute, wait a minute. 60 million people, did he count how many Russia killed? And uh, did he add it all up? You sure? World War One? Uh, liberal world order, and that hadn't happened in a long while. A lot of people died, but nowhere near the chaos. And now is a time when things are shifting. We're gonna, there's going to be a new world order out there, and we've got to lead it. And we've got to unite the rest of the free world in doing it. So anyway, I'm going to... Do you realize what this imbecile is actually saying? 
rather than doing his job? This is the definition of unfit. Definition. You're not anybody's president, unfortunately, but the country you stole. Now you're going to go around and you're going to initiate a new world order? And in the meantime, ignore the calamity you caused in the country you've only been in charge of for 14 months? 14 months! And the devastation you've done. It's insanity. And the idea that we are ignoring... The calamities we're in. And by the way, I'm going to tell you something right now. This is a calamity that we're in, in the Ukraine-Russia conflict. A calamity. We shouldn't have backed any horse, let alone the wrong horse. And I mean, we shouldn't have backed any horse. This has nothing to do with us. Nothing to do with us. Unless, of course, we were, in fact, doing what we're accused of doing. And I, I have to tell you, it's starting to look as if we were. Because what we're witnessing is a cover-up. of outright, total cover-up. Um, the evolving intelligence doesn't mean that it's a certainty there's going to be an attack. Can you explain for the layman what you're seeing right now that precipitated this statement today and what the evolving intelligence may be now compared to on the 24th or prior to the invasion? Absolutely. So the first part of that is you've seen the administration continuously lean forward and share even fragmentary pieces of information we have. No, they're giving us propaganda. This whole damn thing is propaganda driven. This is the same party that's been lying to you about every single emergency. Yet we still have yet to narrow down on even the origins of COVID. And then there's always going to be the global warming that'll be a, a, another baton against your unalienable rights and your liberties. I'm so sick and tired of believing liars or picking and choosing when they're telling me the truth. In the meantime, what have you really done except start chanting what I know to be, what we've talked about, what is proven throughout history as Nazi slogans? My colleagues, Slava Ukraina. Slava Ukraina. That's glory to Ukraine. Finish it by glory to the he heroes. And you have Stefan Bandera's Nazi chant. Now we've got the Speaker of the House in America saying it. I know nobody wants to talk about it, right? The good guy who locks up the opposition in prisons, who neuters any opposition, who's worth $600 million himself after ruling Ukraine for, what, a year and a half? And I know Putin's an oligarch, too. I don't want to pick any one of them, let alone anybody going to talk about the money. Robert in Bloomingdale. Yeah, hey, Sean, what do you say? I say uh, it's time to get back to American principles and stop yeah. being dragged yeah. around by a nose ring by the, the most corrupt mafia on the planet called American Democrats. Yeah, well, I have a comment and then a question for you. For the first one, it's interesting how Jan Psaki today was talking about the Chinese and we're finding out more about the computer and all that, and the, the media seems to be turning on these people. And the question I want to ask you tonight is I wonder if this Supreme Court nominee is going to be dragged through the gutter like the, the poor uh, Kavanaugh was, asking for uh, how many beers he drank, how many this he did, and that he did, and he's got to pull out his class schedule. What do you think? I think she's going to walk through it. I think you have a handful of politicians who are you know, trying to put up an argument the best they can, but they're neutered. The Senate is neutered. The Senate is corrupted. The Senate has been corrupted by Joe Biden. 
So the rest are just doing a, a soft shoe. In fact, I was watching Blumenthal. You know Blumenthal. He was the one My who pretended. Gosh. He's the one who pretended to be uh, Johnny Rambo, lie about yeah. his Vietnam. He looks like Richard Chamberlain in Thornbirds. That's scumbag. That's scumbag yeah. fraud. In the meantime, he's yeah. fluffing up a woman. Yet they have to use little Dick Durbin's corruption to hide her actual record from the people. I say we've been outflanked. I say it's going to be a long three years. The I hope not. Is, the good news is, Robert, it could also be a chance for those states that want to fight off this Marxist mafia to take the reins and follow the actions and advice of the American principles and American law yeah. and separate themselves from the mafia. Thank you very much, Robert. We've got our own problems, let alone uh, Ukraine. We're not going to solve anything. In fact, it'll be like Yemen, where they find out the bombs that are lobbed into Russia, Belarus, from Ukraine, will be our bombs that we just fought, we just sent, all the money and the rest of it. Mark my words, this will be another Mideast calamity, which you can trace right back to the Democrats and Joe Biden. 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. So this moron pretended to put sanctions on China. <laughs> We've got hundreds of billions of dollars in inventory we just ordered and all these phony bills. We're going to sanction you. I mean, it is just pathetic, but I do love to be lied to by a CIA member. So here's Jake Sullivan on China and exactly what's happening there. It's been just over a week since you met with your Chinese counterpart, a couple of days since the president spoke with President Xi. Have you seen any indications that China will or will not provide assistance to Russia? I can't make predictions going forward. What I can. I can. Jake Sullivan, you CIA liar. We're falling into the trap. So we've got sanctions on Russia. We're begging Iran now and Saudi Arabia for more oil. We've devalued our own dollar by hiring these moron political pimps and whores called Democrats as they've destroyed our economy. You're in the perfect storm for all the adversaries of Americanism to say, I'm done with your U.S. dollar. You don't get to sanction anybody when you're not the top dog anymore. And in the meantime, thanks for bribing us or being bribable and paying us off on our investments. can tell you, as we have not seen since those meetings or since the president's conversation with Xi, uh, the provision of military equipment by China to Russia. But, of course, this is... So Listen, first of all, I want to see the transcript of the so-called two-hour conversation. I want to see how the president talked to the man that gave a billion five to his crack-smoking son. I want to hear how that conversation went. But it would explain so much of the policies that have destroyed the quality of life in America. Because Joe Biden isn't putting sanctions on Russia and China. Half the way he's putting sanctions on the American people. Something we are monitoring closely. We will continue to monitor it. And the president made clear to President Xi the implications and consequences of any such provision of equipment. Ooh, I'm scared. An 80-year-old guy in a diaper threatened me. The whole time he's bribing me. The whole time he's enriching me. The whole time he's paying off for the investment we did to him. Yet I can't get a Democrat that wants to talk about it. Uh, and they very well understand one another. Well, there's yeah. a strong agenda at the yes, they do. Will there be an effort to try to put specific concrete steps in place if China does provide that assistance? Uh, the president will certainly consult on the question of China's potential participation in the conflict of Ukraine while he's... Here's the good news. All of that green energy scam that we rely on, from the windmills to the solar to the phony electric cars, all the essentials come from China. 
Oh, they do. What's Jennifer Granholm and the rest of them going to say then? Some have viewed the Biden administration's energy policy as anti-fossil fuel. When we asked Secretary Granholm if the Biden administration's energy policy is driving up gas prices, she said this. I think it's baloney. This administration wants the oil and gas companies to extract what they can, even as we also accelerate toward a clean energy future. And she says that future includes more electric vehicles. If you have a garage and you plug it in at home, then you it may cost you about $12 to fill up your tank. If you Oh, not if you're in Illinois. ComEd is getting their pay-to-play scheme because Illinois politicians, Democrats, just enriched ComEd for bribing Mike Madigan. And that's how it works all around, isn't it, Jennifer? It absolutely is. So this is the part where people start to wake up because apparently we're going to have to go through the pain before we realize who these corrupt scumbags really are. Today I want to discuss part of this crisis that is all too often overlooked, but whose evidence shows that there's a very meaningful connection here. The correlation between fossil fuel extraction sites and abductions and murders of indigenous women across the United States. What? We can't pull the oil out because indigenous women are being abducted and raped? I'll tell you, it reminds me of Gilda Rader. It just goes to show you, it's always something. If it's not one thing, it's another. The crisis mafia. They're here to help you. You're just going to go broke and be enslaved while they do. I can't believe how fast this went. 21 hours. We'll be kicking Republicans and Democrats in the face then. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.